0: Hi, welcome to Conversations with Musicians with Leia Roseman. In episode one, season two, I speak with the wonderful Swiss-French jazz violinist, singer and pedagogue, Eva Slongo. She kindly shared some of her playing during the call, and we discussed her background as a classical violinist, her journey into jazz, and we touch on many topics, including playing injuries, her studies at Le Centre des Musiques Didier Lockwood, and some of the challenges faced by women in jazz. This podcast is also available in video format, and the link is in the description of the episode. Please follow this podcast so you can be informed of all new episodes with a wonderful range of musicians and their personal stories. Hi, Eva Slongo, jazz violinist and pedagogue joining us from Paris. Uh, Thanks so much for agreeing to play a little bit. Um, You're going to play one of the part of a
1: tune from your new album? yes i will try to do it now
0: Thank you, that was really great. So, you know, I was hoping you'd sing because I've heard uh, what a wonderful singer you are as well as violinist. And we'll talk about your journey from classical into jazz and everything, but I'm curious, were you singing um, much before you got into jazz or is it part of that?
1: Yes, when I was studying classical music, I, I also uh, took some, some um, singing lessons But in classical music, lyric, lyrical singing (laughs) lessons. And then, when I began to to study jazz with the violin, I wanted to. um, I used the um, the singing, the voice, to learn to how to improvise. And then, um, then I began to 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 scat a lot, to do a lot of scat improvisation with the voice. And then I tried to do it together with the violin, because um, it gave me a better um, a swing feel, mm-hmm. you know? It helped me a lot to to feel the, the swing in jazz. And finally, it happened that I, I began to, to to do it also in the concert, to scat and play, and that... Uh, uh, I had uh, so people, st- a lot of people told me it was good that I, I have to, to do it another time and all that. And then um, I learned some uh, l- lyrics too uh, of jazz standards, mm-hmm. and then I began really to mix voice and violin at every concert. Mm-hmm.
2: So more,
1: more violin, always more violin, but but I. I add the voice or as an instrument, you know, like I almost did now without lyrics, but also sometimes with, uh, with lyrics of, uh, of jazz standards.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, now that you're, you're kind of, you've been playing a little bit, would you be willing to play another tune, maybe a, a jazz standard or an improv on your violin so we can hear a little bit? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Improvising on uh, uh, autumn leaves, mm-hmm. but I stir- the directly started with an improvisation. Yes. Do you want, yes. do you want to play the, uh, with the playback to 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 listen more uh, the harmony too? Sure,
0: you? if you want it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Awesome, thank you.
1: Thank
0: you. So I was just thinking, it's so great. To, it's um, easy for people to get backing tracks now to practice jazz. Yes, yes, yes.
1: You just go on YouTube and you have some...
0: like But when you were starting out um, as a jazz musician and you moved to Paris, which we'll, we'll get to, but I, I know they have a really big scene for jam sessions and stuff. So you had that ability to just play with people.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I. I was uh, going out a lot every night. Uh, most of all in gypsy jazz session because um, jam sessions. Because um, with the violin it was really more easy to integrate myself in the jam session. Mm-hmm. Because in a jazz jam session, um, there's always the, um, the thing of the sound that it's complicated. Uh, you you know in in gypsy jazz uh, you can just play acoustic like that and it's mm. a more easy. But then I also prefer to play jazz, so so I went also to to jazz jam sessions. But then um, I had a lot of uh, concerts in uh, gypsy jazz, but not in jazz because as I played the violin people call me for Gypsy Jazz so that's why I created also my band, my own band with my compositions that are more jazz uh, with the jazz inspiration Mm -hmm. so to be able to play also um, in jazz band and not only uh, Gypsy Jazz. I really like Gypsy Jazz but I I wanted to have also other opportunities Mm -hmm. with my on band, I play my compositions that are inspired from from ac- more actual jazz. I think you know more uh, more recent mm-hmm. jazz. Also inspired by a little by pop music and uh, uh, and now also I mixed. Um, I just recorded a, an album and I mixed classical and jazz for the first time because. First, I was a classical violinist. I studied classical music. I did the, the, all the diplomas to teach and then to to make concerts, and a concert diploma, diploma teaching, all that. But then I stopped. I really, I was a little tired of all the the, the ground of the, the classical music, all, all the, the world classical music and I, I, I when I end my studies when I ended my studies and um, I just stopped playing completely uh, classical music and I start to I start I had already started to 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 study jazz violin before I ended my classical studies but but um, not really deeply you know and then I stopped, after my studies, I stopped classical and I, I began to, to study more seriously uh, jazz. But I, it's like, it was like I started uh, another time uh, at, uh, at the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it's really diff- different uh, way to, to, to think the music. To think the rhythm to take the ar- harmony it's the interpret another sound another type of sound really oh. uh, a- another technique also
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's not um, um, it's another technique but it doesn't uh, it's it's n- it doesn't matter to play both because then with jazz technique you know you you use another technique but to make a different sound too so it's okay, and I use more the fingers now. Uh, it, it, it's a little different, but mm-hmm. now when I play classical, I, it's okay. I can really use the, the same technique to play uh, classical. Mm-hmm. I even have so, uh, found some things more easy with my new uh, technique with mm-hmm. more fingers and less arm.
0: Yeah. So when you were a classical um, student, I I'd read that you really you'd had physical problems and you just felt like you couldn't be expressive like it wasn't a good fit for you.
1: Yes. That- so, uh, I had you 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 talk about uh, physical problems. Yes, I had to stop two times uh, mm-hmm. for long for several weeks I think mm-hmm. because I had so much uh, shoulder ache, ache Showed the mm-hmm. pain really really because it was a lot of uh, work uh, a lot of practice uh, hours and hours uh, and very i don't know With jazz, then i began to be more relaxed mm-hmm. and i have really less i could i could say maybe or almost no more physical problems mm-hmm. And then also with the um, with the music, I I was born in a family of classical musicians, mm-hmm. so I really was into classical. But then um, I don't know, um, there were so much rules for impreta- interpretation, interpretation, mm-hmm. interpretation, and then so much rules and then at the end my teacher was saying okay now you have to find your own uh, personality and i couldn't find it i couldn't find my, my 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 personality and when i began to improvise i had some, some new uh, sensations really really i i was feeling really better even mm-hmm. at the beginning when i didn't learn had have i i didn't know the language uh, I didn't know anything. I just used my hear, uh, my hears, hearing, to, to improvise, and I think it was bad, but uh, but the feeling I had was really nice. You know, I I really was into uh, a state of um, um, euphoria. Uh, euphoria, yeah. Euphoria and meditation in the same mm-hmm. time. And it was something, you know, some place, some different place. I was in my head, and I really liked this place, and I wanted to go uh, more deep, uh, deeper in this mm-hmm. uh, this place. I, 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 and I couldn't feel that when I I was playing in orchestra or no, I didn't. I didn't feel the same. And
0: on your way to jazz, I know you had explored tango, you'd even gone to Buenos Aires to... Ah, uh,
1: yes.
0: Yeah, so there is a little bit of improvisation in tango, but not really, is that the case?
1: No. So I thought it was because when I... Uh, I was, you know, um, I'm from Switzerland, so mm-hmm. uh, when I, uh, I studied jazz, uh, I, I studied classical in Switzerland, and then the first time I began to to play with a band that was doing improvisation he, they they were the, the musicians were playing Piazzolla but doing it in a jazzy way so I began to play with them and to improvise with them on on Piazzolla but I, I and I thought it was like that tango it was mm. improvisation you know but it was because the band was mm. playing the Piazzolla like that so that's why then I went to Buenos Aires to, to study a little bit the, the, the language of tango and it was really great, great experience, but I realized that there was not... You, you can improvise the ornaments,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, there are some freedom, mm-hmm. sure, but it's not really improvisation. I, I think bandoneonists make mm-hmm. real improvisation, but violinists, no. But mm-hmm. I had really I, I had the impression that improvisation was not really for violinists, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's not the maybe they do, but it's not the the thing, the the. It's not the the. The essence of the of playing tango is not really improvisation. It's an interpretation, free but inter- interpretation, mm-hmm. and there are. T- also then if you want to play it good you have to really listen the ornaments the way to do for of all the uh, violin uh, tango violin players it's mm-hmm. also uh, you have to go deep into that and then there i met a swiss violinist and she was playing gypsy jazz and i listened to to her i had already began a little bit with uh, jazz taking jazz violin Uh, jazz violin lessons before, but not a lot, you know, not (laughs) seriously. And then there I heard, I listened to her in a concert, and then the last day, the very last day of my my trip there in Buenos Aires, she invited me to do a jam session, gypsy jazz jam session, and I just knew, uh, uh, knew, no, but I I was able to play minor swing and uh, Think that's all or switzerland uh, two 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 things you know two mm-hmm. two, two two standards I, I knew and i wasn't able to play <laughs> a little bit but but then i realized no um, that, I, that that's that was really what i wanted to to learn and to study
2: mm-hmm.
1: then i came back to switzerland with the with the goal to, to study more jazz Before that, I I tried a lot, I tried also baroque music, I tried balkanic, I tried... uh, I I knew I was... I I needed to to play also other music than uh, classical music. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for things, you know, but then, back from this travel, I knew I wanted to concentrate on jazz. I was still learning classical music. But i knew that the thing i wanted to 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 study more after uh, beside my classical studies was jazz and i wanted to fo- focus on that i still didn't know that uh, afterwards i would uh, i would stop classical and do only jazz I, 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 but 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 i knew i wanted to to go deeper in jazz
0: Mm-hmm. Morning. I heard you say in one of your other interviews that you when you were first playing and there were people dancing, maybe it was a gypsy jazz gig ah, or something.
1: Ah no, it was not no, it was no, it was no it was, no, was bossanova. Okay. <laughs> no, it was it was just uh, the first time I yes, yes. That was also uh, that was before, that was still before the, the 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 band. Um it was just a coincidence. I was in the bar and I I met some uh, a mother of a, of a friend of mine. I had my violin, and she knew a guitarist that was playing a Brazilian guitarist that was playing bossa nova and and singing, and, and she she told me, ah, but you can play with him, and I, oh, I don't know, ah, oh, play, play, and then I tried, and yes, there, there were people dancing like that. I I don't know what I played. I think I played. Uh, I don't know, bad, certainly, but, but um, with, with, uh, just with hearing, you know, uh, Bossa Nova is also not so simple, but, but, but I, I felt something very strong, yes, something, uh, I had a very deep feeling of joy and uh, of something that I didn't knew in classical music mm-hmm. world. Really, and then I couldn't sleep in the night, and I was, I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> it was very, very. I was excited, really, about about this uh, this moment and this feeling, and and yes, that that made part of uh, the moments I lived that made me then go more uh, to look for uh, improvisation, uh, improvisate muted in music, and and um, and uh, jazz.
0: Mm-hmm. It it shows a lot of courage and initiative that you would just say yes to these opportunities when you weren't maybe you know ready. Like you just went for it. It's really great. And
1: uh, yes, yes. You mean uh, that I, I was. Uh, I uh, yeah. Wow. Improvisation. I think maybe when I was small too. I. Sometimes I was improvisating just like that, you know, Mm -hmm. just alone. It was not the the first time I played without scores, you know, but, Mm. but yes, in a context like that, it it was maybe like the, one of the first times.
0: Mm -hmm. So, um, you studied with Pierre Blanchard in Switzerland. Yes. yes. And he gave you a bit of a formation in jazz. What kind of things did you learn from him that really got you started?
1: I learned uh, he learned me a lot um, I think I studied four years with mm-hmm. him but it, I didn't practice a lot because that was while my my uh, classical mm-hmm. studies and I had already to 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 study classical six hours a day so mm-hmm. I didn't practice a lot but but he came only once a month so I it was like a, a quite evolution <laughs> 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 but but he he learned me uh, he teached me how to play uh bar. first he gave me an access to Stefan Grappelli he 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 made me study the chorus of uh, Stefan Grappelli and um, he t- teached me a lot of uh, to- uh, the swing how to do the you know the basic things about swing and the bow technique the the ghost notes I didn't know before. Um, he made me yes. Then he made me m- uh, do some transcriptions of uh, also of saxophone players like uh, Charlie Parker, John mm-hmm. Coltrane, and he 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 learned me a lot about harmony you know which note to play on which chord and why it sounds good and why uh, this one doesn't sound good Mm -hmm. and um, maybe he was the only one really to teach me the to to do like uh, ways in playing you know uh, the way you go and then you can go there and there Like surfing between between the chords, between Mm -hmm. the chords of the harmony of a standard, and yes, that was very very helpful. To how how to play, what to play over uh, two five one, Um, how how to find the interesting note in the good moment. Mm And so, a bit of that for
0: since you've become a professional jazz player have you uh played with him since then done any collaborations
1: not officially but the, um, because then i i went to paris so mm-hmm. he was teaching well, he was living in paris actually but then I went to the school of Didier Lockwood, and I li- lose a little contact with him because mm-hmm. he was still te- teaching in Switzerland, but I was not a lot of ex- in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Then I met him in New York when I was there, um, and he was playing there with Dorado Schmidt, a mm-hmm. big jazz club of New York. And then, and the, yes, we, we we made some jam sessions there after the concerts so and it was very nice.
0: So the Centre de Musique Didier Lockwood is really a special school. Yes.
1: So um, yes, the, the school of Didier, Didier Lockwood, um, it, it's very good because I was lucky to have Didier personally in the, in the lessons but then also the whole school is very good um, the whole direction uh, uh, of teaching there it's really really good there are a lot of very good teachers not only for violin but also um, you, you know um, there you really learn how to improvise you, you, you practice rhythm a lot you practice hearing um you practice the technical aspect of the instrument too but but that's really not only that you know it's really really very complete i have to say and um there was also another teacher a violin teacher that was very good joanne renard and that helped me a lot to find a lot of things and didier was fantastic also very uh, special uh, character but uh, no character yes you say that but personality uh, but i i really feel lucky to had have, have had this opportunity to 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 practice with him and i learned a lot of, with him i learned a lot of um, but he was insisting a lot about the the swing feel and the rhythm feel, you know, the time. That was really the the, the thing, you know, he was uh, really doing, uh, um, making us always tap with the foot, you know, while playing, to have a good time, to feel it in the, in the... um, uh, uh, In In the the, belly, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yes, uh, insisting a lot about that, and also about the, the the fingers of the right hand, a lot, a lot, a lot, the whole year, and then that was his principal points of uh, teaching, and to tell how to tell a story when you improvise. Too. That was very important. I th- I think. On these three points, he he insisted a lot, Mm -mm, mm -mm. swing feel, bow technique and tell a story.
0: So in terms of telling a story, just the shaping of the phrases, the way it builds. um...
1: No, it's more. um, No, 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 uh, not really. uh, He was not teaching anything about well yes a little bit but not so much about which note to play it was uh, for him it was all instinctive and uh, he he was playing all by instinct, by hearing so very very naturally so he didn't really teach uh, which note to play on which chord like uh, like I, I could learn with the uh, it was more um, how to really express yourself through the music he was also doing a sing well, not really sing but uh, making some rude uh, 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 while playing like a, uh, something like he was pl- doing that yeah. and then I that inspired me also a lot to, to to sing together you know to 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 start from the singing and then to 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 try to play like i sing and not to sing what i play you know, mm-hmm. play what i sing yeah and then that because the problem is we we play some uh, string instrument and we can play always you know it's not like a, wind instrument that that has to to breathe breathe uh, a, a wind instrument has to breathe you know mm. to to play and so the 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 phrases the, the all the, the solo is more always more logic you know mm. better construction because it's like when you pl- you you speak you have to breathe you make some phrases with a beginning and end, and then you breathe, breath, and that's that's the problem with the, with the, also with the guitar. They play always a lot of notes, and yeah. and um, that's why singing helped me a lot also to 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 give a better construction to my solos, you know, and. To, to build something, you know, because when you play a solo during two minutes, if you play always the same, that it's boring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't have to be boring. So you, you tell something, then another thing, and then ah, <laughs> you you that you 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 can um, um, yes, you, you can climb. Uh, uh, make climb the solo you know and then then at the end it can go back or or not mm-hmm. they, but then these kind of things you it's important also to to it's very important to, to, to master to master to just yes, to, to, mm-hmm. to practice
0: so at this school there was a very high level and you met a lot of
1: colleagues that you play with now um, uh, in this school, there is a really high level in jazz mm-hmm. on uh, in other instruments than violin. Mm-hmm. But the violin players, there are some that has that arrive in the school. They, they some has uh, are vi- vi- vir- virtuos, mm-hmm. classical vi- virtuos, but has never played jazz before so the jazz level is not always so high in violin you know but in other instruments yes in piano and in uh, drums there are are a very high level but violin violin it's the violin players i think they come from different uh, uh, background yes background yes exactly i i was lucky to arrive there and already had studied a lot with Pierre Blanchard before. So I already knew the language and I, I could really um, enjoy more of the school, you know, Mm -hmm. because if I would have been a beginner, beginner in jazz, I think I would have enjoyed less, less Mm -hmm. uh, the all what school could bring to me.
0: It's, it seems to me like most jazz violinists start in classical. But I'm curious, jazz pianists, do you think a lot of them also start in classical? No,
1: no, no, uh, no, 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 for, for example, the, the piano player, Giovanni Mirabassi, mm-hmm. I play with now. He's incredible. He has an incredible technique and also very, uh, very nice, nice sound and doesn't play so loud, can mm-hmm. be very, very... Uh, you know in the detail details but he Mm. never studied classical music Mm
2: -hmm.
1: sometimes i play with piano player and i i think they have and Mm. then i asked them uh, last week i I played with a a fantastic player player Baptiste bailly and uh, in duo and he really had a good sound and we 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 made some uh, classical tunes too, uh, mixed with jazz. And I, I asked him, ah, but have you studied classical? And he said, no, no, now I'm, now I'm trying to practice a little bit uh, classical music, but uh, he, did, he doesn't come from classical. Mm-hmm. No.
0: So because you've, um, you know, you're a band leader and you write your own tunes, you've carved, a, you know, your own path with your career, but also your pedagogy, which I'd like to talk about, because before this pandemic, you were online doing all this wonderful teaching with your program.
1: Already before, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because um, I started um, to do uh, my my blog to teach jazz violin first in French, uh, only in French. Well, my first confinement ever, that was my pregnancy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I was, it was at the end of my first pregnancy, and I was very frustrated to to have to cancel all my concerts. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go until the end on the scene, and then then to be back very soon on the scene but then in, it's not like that but it depends for who you know i had some example of wo- women that could really uh, continue uh, until 10 days before the the giving birth i couldn't i really i i, I was i was almost um um not uh, well, yeah. it was was difficult and uh, had a lot of pain. So the two last months I was uh, at home, and and I began with that yes at this moment, and that was good because then I was uh, uh, it gave me motivation, you know. And then also with the small baby, I had canceled a lot of things, and I I I, I was uh, um, continuing to do. Uh, this, but then with the with yeah, I had a second child. It's not so easy to be so um, uh, regular. You mm-hmm. know? It's not so easy, but but I um, now uh, with the school and the nursery, it's really more easy to to to, to do this work because now I I uh, I like to do that and with the pandemic, I, uh, that's sure that I, I could develop more mm-hmm. that and now um, I have some things but I don't know how it will be in the next month so I really like to develop this activity on the internet and I like to to. I, I have a lot of very very good um, testimonies I don't know that people tell me uh, a lot of good things about what I do, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's interesting, and I can work by myself when I want. I'm I'm independent. I like also this uh, independent. And with, with ch- small children, it's always difficult to 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 travel a lot for concerts and mm-hmm. not to be at home. Uh, it's not so easy, but I do it. But uh, this weekend I was to France. I I went. From Friday to to Sunday, I went to France. But when you have children, it's a lot, you know. It's, it's
0: but you're in Paris. You said you went. No,
1: now I'm in Spain. Oh, okay, okay. But um, I don't. Well, this year I'm in Spain, and I I don't know, I don't know what will be the the future. Hmm. <laughs>
0: It's important to talk about these things of balancing you know family life and music, especially with women because in the past you know it was so male dominated no one questioned are they even seeing their children or you know they're touring all the time but
2: mm-hmm.
0: we it's it's a sad when people give up having a family because of their career, you know like we should yes. be able to do all the things
1: yes the what is sure is that when i was uh, pregnant i missed some opportunities to do concerts but it's also not so ah, there will be others so it's not you know it's not so um, it's not uh, that serious it's, yeah. it's okay it's not so and then um it, it won't influence influence all my life
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh, yes, I had to 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 cancel some things. But but if I do, wouldn't have children, I would. I think I would never have done this uh, whole uh, thing of uh, teaching on internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now I, I really enjoyed that too. So it's different. Mm-hmm. It 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 has consequences that's sure but it's also um, it's not, not so easy for me you know to, to, to play with my own band. I, I was a little disappointed also to, to not have been uh, really uh, programmed being programmed in, in some festivals you know it's not easy. And I think, with or without children, it wouldn't have changed a lot. But with children, I I, I be I became more patient mm-hmm. with all that you know. Because before I, I I wanted to I wanted to go to to play in festivals and to be to be. But but um, you have to have good relations with the good persons and. That could could take time to you know take years to to <clears throat> to, to become present on the jazz scene it's really really and maybe you you won't become so but before i was really like i uh, want that but now now with my children i'm also happy and mm. it's okay i'm less uh, I, I i i'm more patient and the Things come uh, when it has to come, and if it uh, does, doesn't come, it's okay. I, you I, I, I do everything I can mm-hmm. for the things that c- could come, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: then it's not only when I do that, uh, that. The time, but the time is important, you know. To have patience, that's very important. And the children gave me teaching yeah. patience. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, do you think it's harder as a jazz violinist or just the jazz world in general to to sort of get, you know, more known? I
1: think it's more difficult as a woman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a violinist in jazz world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, not in jazz in general, but I think as a woman uh, playing instrument and it's more difficult in the jazz world because jazz world is really a uh, world of men. Mm-hmm. Gypsy jazz also. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I don't know, it's changing, so maybe there will be since, some possibilities still. Yeah. <laughs> but now, until now, yes, it's not so easy. As a woman, it's not so easy. And jazz, violi- violin in jazz is not so... It's good because it's not so common. So, yeah. So it's also good to make something original but people won't look for for mm-hmm. especially for that you know so i think it has advantages in and in it's mm-hmm. like being a woman i think there are some advantages because also there are also people that want to see women mm-hmm. but but for now i didn't really enjoy the i think i didn't enjoy the advantages but someday maybe mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, so your parents were classical musicians. Yes. And how did they influence you growing up in terms of music or?
1: Oh, they're... I don't know. I was just um, in that world. They educated me really with always with music, Made me sing when I was very little. And then my my mother was a piano player and when I was 4 I remember having uh, s- seen her playing with a um, with a violinist you know in a concert mm-hmm. and I remember that from this day I wanted to play violin too mm-hmm. so I discovered violin true true mm-hmm. but but First, no, because first I discovered piano, because my, and my, my father plays organ, mm-hmm. so before to, to listen to, to violin, I listened to piano and uh, to organ, but then I discovered violin, and that was what I wanted. Mm-hmm.
0: And your partner's a jazz musician?
1: Yes, he plays a uh, gypsy guitar.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think your kids are naturally going to want to play jazz?
1: I don't know. But, but uh, my daughter of five years old, we already teach her violin and flute. Flauta. Mm-hmm.
0: Flute fla- do you mean recorder? What? Uh, recorder like a flutabec or you mean? Uh... No, flutabec. Mm-hmm. Flutabec. Recorder. Mm-hmm. Recorder.
1: Okay. And violin, I teach her violin and. Uh... And she's, I think she's quite good also with the rhythm, it's very already, and she sings very, very uh, in tune, you know, she she has uh, already the hearing, it's already in place, I think. But then, what we, what she, that already the instrument, now she's young, so we teach her what we know, but, <coughs> but then maybe later she will choose some other instruments, you know, but we, 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 try already to, and to make them listen a lot of music too, classical and jazz. Mm-hmm. That's uh, we, we try to give all we can now to them, to then be able to to be musician, mm-hmm. professional or not. That's that's what uh, they will choose. But 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 we try to to give them all the the possibility to to already have a good hearing and. Uh, then we we see what happens.
0: (laughs) Eva, there's two more things I'm curious about. One is um, your process of composition, how you go about writing tune. Um, um,
1: There are different processes, but on my first... I already uh, released an EP in 2013 and an album in 2016. For these two Mm -hmm. albums, I really composed uh, with harmonic instruments, uh, like piano or guitar. I don't really play ha- piano or guitar, but I, kn- I know the chords. And then singing and doing chords, you know, I composed like that, really like that. Mm. But then for my new album now, uh, that will uh, uh, go out soon, I composed more on the violin because I tried to to not to inspire myself from all the elements of uh, classical music I I I had into myself too and then to mix it with the jazz and so yes really you know like the the compositions I I, I made before I really do, did it ah ma ah, yes I did it uh, on the violin and voice um And then I composed a cadenza also on uh, on on the violin. But but if I remember good, this piece first I I I composed it like that, Uh, um, and then I I learned Chop and uh, that became. then it's it's changed changed a little bit better and then uh, what did i do yes there are other compositions yeah i uh, just like that with violin and voice <laughs> mostly the the last album mostly like that but a little also um, there are two 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 songs uh, one I composed with the chords of guitar and voice and one another with piano mm-hmm. there is one we uh, we composed when my daughter was uh, it, it, um, it's it's um, berceuse you know lullaby yes lullaby that we composed together with my with my uh, husband for uh, for my daughter and then I put some jazz chords Uh, on the piano on this uh, lullaby
0: Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear your new album so I just I wanted to thank you um, for for agreeing to speak to me today and playing so beautifully
1: thank you thank you
0: Season one of this podcast had 20 episodes and season two continues with a really interesting mix of musicians talking about their lives and careers with perspectives on overcoming challenges, finding inspiration and connection through a life so enriched with music. Please follow this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts to be informed about each new episode.